Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back. We'll take your calls next hour with Barry Eaton. His latest book is called The Joy of Living. His website, radiooutthere.com, linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Barry, what kind of recommendations would you give people who may be going through the same kind of fate you did, but they may not be tapped in as supernaturally, I would say, as you have been? What do they do? Well, yeah, that's a good question, George, isn't it? Because a lot of people really want to open up their intuition or whatever, and they, they feel, oh, no, no, you've got to be a psychic or a clairvoyant or, or whatever, and maybe that's a bit of woo-woo stuff anyway. But every single one of us is able to use our intuition to tune in. Where We all get hunches, we get gut feelings, and that's basically where uh, the, the whole psychic area starts off. And no matter what you do, we, as I said before, we all have guides. We have spiritual helpers who are there for us. Half the time they're hanging around waiting for us to be able to uh, connect with them. Now, you may not be able to talk to them like you are on the telephone or, uh, or whatever, but they are there. And once you can trust that you can put it out there and ask for help, and then it's not going to necessarily come in the handout way that we seem to have this in this day of the age of entitlement. But it will happen in various ways. I ask for help, for instance, from my team to help me in various aspects. I, I had to go, go and uh, live in another city while I was having all my medical treatments. So I knew that the team had actually found this place for me. And I just trusted that they would. And they did. And it was absolutely perfect. A, a, an apartment that I could rent for a few weeks uh, near the hospital. Everything worked out. And that was just the, one of the first things that happened. And all this synchronicity happens because you trust and you open up your intuition and you can get out there and you can communicate with the other side. You may not think you can, but you can. But just try it. That's what I say. Barry, are you still using this intuitiveness in your everyday life? Oh, yes. Very much. Very much. I get hunches, gut feelings, yeah. intuition uh, about all sorts of things. I might be doing a... a I do other things as well as all of this. I'm I'm still doing some media training work and and uh, consulting on various things. And I use that intuition, that gut feeling, all the time. And if you're really in doubt, sometimes just by going away and having some quiet time, you've got to quiet the mind down. Our monkey mind is going at full chatter, uh, usually about 18 hours a day. We need to get somewhere quiet so we can focus. And and this is the value of meditation. I cannot overemphasize meditation and that's the basis of any kind of development in psychic or clairvoyant or spiritual areas everybody has had some kind of intuitive thing happen to them but not everyone acts on it uh, sometimes you know it's always one of those things where they go oh my gosh I should have reacted to that but I didn't listen to whatever that is yep. how do you get people to recognize 
that this truly is some kind of intuitive event here, you better listen. Yeah, look, you can start doing a few little checks for yourself. Uh, years ago, before I started to do all this, I would be driving home from the studios where I was working in Sydney, and I had the choice of turning off left here or going straight up the highway. Right. And I would just play a little game with myself every day. Okay, what's, what's the best way? Do I turn off left here and go the back way, or do I go up the highway, which is a bit shorter? But every time I used the intuition that said, yep, turn off here or not go up the highway, it was fine. So I thought one day, oh, look, I'll, I'll double check on this one and just go against what my feeling is. Well, it was the worst thing I could have done. I got stuck in traffic. <laughs> and this is how you can run these little tests on yourself. And, and sometimes you'll get a buzz, you'll get a feeling, you'll get a warmth. Whatever it is, that, that's a, something unique to every individual. But you've got to start to work on this. It's not something you can take a magic pill for. <laughs> you've got to sort of create this yourself and that element of trust. Is this a mechanism that the physical body has within our, ourselves to protect us, or is it truly something that is psychic? I, I think it's part of our, our total makeup, because as we've talked about before, and I know that you, know, you do a lot of work at afterlife conferences and things yourself, and yeah. once we can accept that, that basic principle that we are a spiritual energy, having a human experience by using a human body. Well, obviously, that energy, that soul energy, has got to interact with the physical for us to have the whole human experience. So if we can get both sides of it, and, and the, the physical as well as the emotional and the mental energy and the soul energy, because the soul connects, from what I've been told, at the heart. That's why we have the heart and soul. So once you can tune into your soul energy by, by going into your heart and have, the, have that heartfelt energy, then it's a combination, and it's a very powerful combination. It, it, it truly is, and uh, I think once you begin to realize that uh, you've got it, you can use it for all kinds of things. Can you use it to change the outcome of something? So what if the intuitiveness tells you, um, you know, it's an icy day today, George, don't go out, and you do, and you avoid an accident because you were thinking about it, and some car zooms by you, and but you were ready for it. <laughs> well, that's it. It's also walking out the front door, I guess, uh, and there's hardly a cloud in the sky, and your intuition says, hey, take an umbrella or you know, put your raincoat in the car or mm -hmm. whatever. And you think, oh, that's ridiculous. It's a lovely, bright, sunny day. By the end of the day, you're stuck somewhere. It's pelting down with rain, and you're getting soaked. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. How do people get better at doing this? Practice. M meditation? Yep. It's, it's like anything. If you want to play better sport, whether it's tennis or golf or football or bas uh, baseball or whatever, it doesn't matter. You've got to practice. Pros don't get out there and just sort of hop into the arena and start um, playing at the top of their game. It's practice, practice, practice. It's the same thing with anything intuitive. You do it all the time. You don't just sort of, oh, well, every now and then I'm, I'm, I'm a bit bored, I've uh, got nothing else to do, I'll do that. No, you've got to do this regular meditation. I, I do my very best to meditate every single day. And the more I do it, still, the better I am. I feel better, I connect better, and I know I am better. How, how often do you have to do it each day? Well, there's no sort of have to, really. It's, 
it, you can fit it in with your, your schedule. A lot of people like to wake up in the morning and, and do their meditation before they, they uh, head off for the day. But, I mean, if you've got a, uh, a couple of kids in the house and a very busy time, you, you may not be able to do that. I find, quite honestly, that I take an hour for lunch, uh, and I work for myself, I work at home, but I take the hour, I have my lunch, and then I sit back, turn everything off, and the last 15 minutes, I just meditate. 15, 20 minutes. And I find that that is enough. Other people might find they want to do a lot longer. It's up to the individual. But I find 15, 20 minutes, I can really, really get down into some lovely meditative time. Barry, what is your take on manifestation, the ability to change things by manifesting them? Well, it's it's funny you should talk to me about that because um, a friend of mine, who's a healer who I actually worked with in, and I mentioned in the book, The Joy of Living. She is uh, an energy healer, but she also does this practice called human design, which was by um, a a guy called Ra over in America. And she's uh, uh, pretty strongly running the whole thing in here in Australia. And human design shows us into various categories. And I'm a manifester, apparently. So if I focus really hard, I've got the ability to manifest uh, and my, my partner always laughs and says, uh, you know, if, if things are running a bit quiet for you, you just sit down and, and manifest a, a few voiceovers or a job will come in. I think, well, yeah, I suppose I do. <laughs> Not everybody is able to do that, but you can work on these things. And it's it's focusing. And that's the whole thing. You focus on what you want, not what you don't want. And there's a, a universal law that I've been told about is what you focus on expands so that if you're focusing on what it is, the direction you want to take, the goal you want to achieve, the uh, the objective, whether it's a new job, a relationship, uh, whatever, whatever, a house, uh, then focus on it. Do some visualization of what that is. Visualization is so powerful as well. Can anything, can anything go wrong? Is there any downside to any of this? <laughs> well, I haven't found it so far, but yes. <laughs> you never know. Where, no, no, I'm, I'm not trying to go Pollyanna-ish on you here, but uh, no, I, I haven't manifested, well, I've probably manifested a couple of bad marriages, but, but apart from that. <laughs> well, you uh, are human, right? Oh, very much so. <laughs> Just the, ask my ex-wife. The human element steps in sometimes, and, uh, you know, as much as you can fight your own illnesses, you're going to die one day. That's the name of the game, Barry. It's going to happen. Well, yeah, uh, and as we have worked out, and I know you're very much in tune with this, you know, we don't die, only the body dies, but the, the soul, and uh, which is attached to us by the spirit, the spirit is the vehicle for the soul, the soul is everlasting. And, you know, we can go back and examine past lives and do all sorts of things because the soul energy has got this incredible lineage, and that is indestructible. So only the body dies. We don't die. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.